Hello and welcome. I am your host. I'll go by the name K. Yes, just the letter. That's right. Um, and welcome to my podcast. This is Life According to Us. So us being me and my co-host who should be here um, one day. I don't know yet. And we'll have special guests come in and out. Now, Life According to Us is going to be about a lot of different things. Um, It's going to be about, you know, today we have a prehistoric article that we're going to look into um, about the Tyrannosaurus Rex. Then we're going to, you know, we have a few fun facts. We have a joke of the day. Uh, We have... um, We have a few random things to talk about, and then I'll talk maybe about uh, recommendations and stuff like that, and then I'll do an outro music, and that will be today's episode. So to start out with, uh, to start off correctly, um, we have fun facts. So our fun fact of the day is why do cats' eyes glow at night? So this was actually really interesting to me. Cats, dogs, and many nocturnal creatures appear to have glowing eyes because the back of their eyeballs include a special reflective layer called the tapetum lucidum. This helps animals, cats in this case, see better in low light by working like a mirror on the retina to reflect the light back through the eyes, giving it a glowing feature. So, you know, when you take a picture of your cat or your dog in many cases, and they have like those glowing red eyes, apparently it means that your camera light is flashing off of this um, strange uh, organ in the back of their eyes. So I thought that was really cool. I mean, that answered a big question of mine, I guess. Um, Yeah. So that was our fun fact of the day. Uh, Pretty cool, pretty cool. Um, Next, we're going to move into our random section. So today for our random section, usually for random sections, I'm going to take... I'm going to take recommendations from you guys as the audience. So something that you guys suggest. So today I got a suggestion from a guy named Gage. Um, Shout out to Gage, by the way. Uh, And he said he wanted to hear me talk about uh, school now versus school two years ago. So school now is actually very stressful, in my opinion. Um, School now, there's a lot of differences. I mean, two years ago, we weren't wearing masks and uh, doing everything on computers. We weren't weren't, uh, social distancing and stuff like that. And as things are opening back up, it's getting easier, but it's not, it's not completely the same. So, you know, it's, it's still hard and we still have the masks in place. Um, and it can be stressful for some kids. I mean, you, one perspective you could look at it is from, let's say, a special needs kid. I mean, what if a special needs kid freaks out from the mask? What are you going to do? I mean, you can't let him take it off. There's a global pandemic going around. There's a virus. But, I mean, he can't have it on. So do you isolate the poor kid and put him in a classroom alone? Or do you, uh, or do you 
like change his classes or give him a different mask, but then that mask isn't as protective. What would be the outcome to that? Um, so there's just a lot of different things that haven't really been worked out. I feel like we were totally rushed into this and we were not prepared at all, which kind of sucks because, well, yeah, we should be prepared. Uh, a recent study that didn't age well was about, I think it was a year ago, I saw a chart. I said the most prepared state for a global pandemic would be the USA, and the least would be China. Um, well, that obviously wasn't true because, I mean, we were not prepared for it at all. Uh, we were totally blindsided by it, and... Uh, it was, I mean, this pandemic has been huge. I mean, huge. Uh, I'm kind of spiraling off topic, but uh, back to the whole school thing. Um, the, the online classes, let's, let's talk about those. The online classes are super just not what they used to be. I mean, the regular class, you do maybe one, two assignments a day. With online classes, I feel like you're doing four, five assignments a day. And what I mean by that is if you have many different classes, you're doing four or five different assignments for each class, which is insane. I mean, why why are we why are we supposed to do four or five assignments just because we're on a computer when when we did it on paper, we'd have one or two and two being like the most. So I find it totally absurd and totally insane that we're expected to do more work just because it's online and on a computer. So uh, those are some interesting perspectives on school two years ago, school today. Uh, I could go more into it. Well, I guess I'll go more into it. Um, let's see. Another thing I could talk about is the social distancing uh, and the kids who have to stay at home. I mean, why? I, you don't even get to see as many of your friends because most of them are staying at home. You don't get the same social concept as we used to two years ago. Uh, kids are being totally just going into major states of depression and major states of loneliness from all of this isolation. There are kids who have been scarred and will not be you know, left unscathed by this pandemic. It's been a total historical event and will be remembered for ages as not a good thing because it was totally out of the blue and it was probably not even needed. And even if it was, it was not taking, taken the right way uh, to isolate everyone all of a sudden um, is horrible. I mean, I remember, you know, about a year ago, uh, we were about a year ago. Now was about the time to where they're like, okay, we're we're on lockdown. We're shut down. Everything is shutting down. Uh, everything needs to lock down. Nothing can open up. You've got to stay home. You know, wear a mask if you're going to go outside, stuff like that. And I remember watching the TV when this went down and the president's making a statement about it. And I just thought to myself, wow, you know, I I don't have to go to school. Yippee. 
I mean, that's amazing, right? It's what every kid would basically want is not to go to school. Um, which is, in some cases, I guess, the correct way to react from that. But, you know, once you get once you get into the pandemic and, you know, it starts going and you start seeing, wow, this, this sucks like a lot. Um, it, it was, it was horrible. I mean, <laughs> PTSD horrible kind of deal. Um, so it, it has affected us greatly. It's definitely not something to take lightly. Um, but, I mean, you could sit here and talk about the pandemic all day long. Let's move on to the next topic. Our next topic is chess. So, I've been playing chess for about five years. Um, and a recent article came out that chess can actually alleviate stress, but also cause it. So, in the article, they actually said that chess, because it works out your mind... Um, it will distract you from certain tasks of the day and certain things going on throughout your day that it will actually relieve some of the pressure and some of the stress because you can come back and think through it. I think that's super cool, and I totally agree with them because, like I said, I've been playing chess for so long, and, I mean, I love chess. I have four chess boards now. I love collecting them. I love playing, and I feel... Like, more people should be playing it. I feel like schools should open up a class dedicated to chess. Um, there's there's so much more you can do uh, if you had just, like, a break from your day to, you know, train your mind in a different intellectual way. It doesn't have to be about school for once. It could be, you know, a strategy game. Um you don't even have to think about chess as a bunch of wooden, plastic, or glass pieces on a board. You can think of it as a war. I mean, side A versus side B going at war against each other. It could be, you know, Germany versus America. It could be Japan versus China. It could be, you know, ants versus bees. It doesn't even have to be the world. It could be animals. It could be people, you know, let's do Hamilton versus Jefferson or a mom versus dad like it could be anything just two sides battling each other in this mass war and i mean it's truly truly amazing that it happened and uh it's it's an amazing game to get into it is hard to study though um to, uh hard to hard to learn too if, if you are going to learn it, I suggest learning it from a person rather than a book because a book could be helpful, but a person will give you more helpful insights and in how to do it and, uh, you know, some strategies to work through, what to do, stuff like that. And uh, I totally, totally suggest uh, just trying it today. I mean, go ahead and look up, you know, a chess site. Play it online if you need to be. Uh, print out the pieces of paper and play it just paper on paper. Uh, just try it today. I mean, try learning about it. You know, the different pieces, what they do. Uh, try playing a game, maybe two. Ask, ask a person in your family if they want to learn with you. Um, 
<coughs> just different different things. It could be, it, who knows, it could be your next big thing. Um, but yeah, that's, it, it, it was a really interesting article. Uh, now, on the other hand of it, it releases stress, but also causes it, because chess can be a very, very stressful game. If you make one wrong move, or let's say two wrong moves, you could cost the whole game against your opponent. So, yeah, as it can relieve stress, it can also cause stress because you are dependent. Just just the game in general is stressful. It's not going to cause stress throughout your day, but just the game in the moment is going to be a little stressful. But, I mean, is I think it's worth it because, I mean, it's a fun game. It alleviates some stress from your day, and... You can play it with more than one person, and that's kind of what we need right now in this pandemic is certain things that we can do that will alleviate stress but keep us social. So I think, you know, chess is probably the perfect way to do that, uh, whether it be online or in person with masks and, you know, n- not necessarily keep it six feet, but, you know, wear masks, go to a park or something, and, you know, break out a chessboard. Uh, chess boards don't have to be expensive. They can be pretty cheap. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a really interesting article and I do agree with it that it can relieve and also cause some stress. Uh, going into our next topic, our next topic is our science area. Okay. So... For today's topic, we're going all the way back to prehistoric times to the fearsome Tyrannosaurus Rex. Um, so studies show that the the T-Rex was actually a social animal. So the f- fearsome Tyrannosaurus dinosaurs may not have been solitary predators as popular envisioned, um, but social carnivores with complex hunting strategies like wolves. So actual packs, uh, and uh, the finding based on research at a unique fossil bone site inside Utah's Grand Staircase uh, National Monument, it contained the remains of several dinosaurs of the same species. Uh, And uh, it supported their hypothesis that Trinosaurus that died in this site were all fossilized together, uh, which means they all, yeah, they all died together. So that means that they were a pack animal. Uh, so just like, 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 like I said, like wolves. Uh, so, I mean, that's, that's really cool to think about that a big, big, big dinosaur acts just like wolves another interesting thing is that Tyrannosaurus rex its closest cousin is actually a chicken believe it or not so when you look at chicken you can also look at a Tyrannosaurus rex and say wow they're related um which is kind of funny um so yeah that that is something to look into for today just, you know, look it up if you need be and kind of read up on it. I found it really interesting. Um, 
Definitely a good read. Uh, some things that are coming up here lately, I'm going to move on to the next topic. So our next topic is, you know, movies that are coming up or movies that have come out and that I have seen. So movies that have come out in theaters are Mortal Kombat came out and so did Kong versus Godzilla. Um, so I have seen both of these movies. And I got to say, Kong vs. Godzilla was a little disappointing. I feel like they could have done a whole lot more with the movie that just wasn't done. And it was honestly sad to watch it unfold. It was super boring, super mixed up, and super just... It, it was missing so many factors. It was so much going on in such a small amount of time that it just it wasn't good. So... To make it better, maybe they could have like lengthened the time to uh, let all of the uh, events take place and unfold. Um, the other movie, Mortal Kombat, which is rated R, it's in theaters. And let me tell you, I know why it is rated R. Uh, that is a super, super good movie. Uh, a lot of gore. So if you're into gore, I mean, they've got people cut in half they've got heads chopped off i mean super super interesting movie uh and it's got a good storyline to it too uh if you've ever played mortal kombat it kind of does stick to that storyline now i have read some reviews that say you know it wasn't as gory as the last one and it wasn't as good or plot twisting as the last one um but I haven't seen the last one, so I can't really say whether or not it was as good as the last one. But for it being the first Mortal Kombat movie I've seen and never playing the game, I really, really liked it. I really enjoyed it. I did. Um, some movies that the most recent movie that came out that I was really interested in was the movie called No One. And, uh, this is a movie about, I think it's, so here we go. Hutch Mansell fails to defend himself or his family when two thieves break into his suburban home one night. The aftermath of the incident soon strikes a match to his long simmering rage and a bar barrage of fists, gunfire, and squealing tires. Hutch must now save his wife and son from dangerous adversary and ensue that he will never be underestimated again. It's a super interesting movie. Um, <coughs> um, it was released recently. It's in theaters. Uh, it's on YouTube for $19.99. Uh, the same on Amazon Prime and Google Play Movies and TV. Uh, definitely on my watch list. It's about an hour and 32 minutes. It's an action slash thriller. And it is rated R. So if you've ever seen John Wick, I feel like it's kind of similar to that. Maybe not the exact same, but just kind of the whole shoot 'em up kind of movie. Uh, so really interesting movie. I plan on watching it soon. And I will leave a review uh, when I do see it, uh, some movies that are coming out soon are John Wick 4 is coming out May 21st, I do believe, uh, which is super interesting. I'm a big John Wick fan, uh, so I cannot wait to see that movie and how it unfolds. They left on a super big plot twist in the third one. 
so I cannot wait. And uh, there was another movie, but I can't seem to remember right now. So I guess I'll leave it for the next episode. Um, but yeah, John Wick 4. I cannot wait to see that movie. Uh, you know, it's... And they said they were supposed to be released last year around May. And they said since it wasn't that they guarantee that there's going to be a fifth one, too. So John Wick 5 is something we can all look forward to, too. Uh, so super fun, super interesting, uh, good thriller. Um, all around a good movie series. So moving on. Uh this is our last little bit, and we'll end with a good old joke. So, uh, the joke for today is supplied by my good old co-host, HP. Thank you, HP, for this. Uh, he will be on one day. Uh, he can't right now. He's away on vacation, so to speak. Uh, but one day he will be on here with me. And it will be super fun. He's a super fun guy to talk to and just to listen to. He has some interesting insights. But anyway, HP did supply this joke. And today's joke is, uh, so two guys walked into a store and stole a calendar. I heard that they apparently got six months each. <laughs> uh, good one. That, that's, a, that's a good one. That's a corny one. Um. So, uh, yeah, good job, HP. Uh, thanks for making me laugh. Um, besides that, I just want to say that if you do want to leave suggestions for this podcast or uh, things you want me to talk about or hear me talk about, please let me know. You can go to anchor.com, find my podcast. It's called Life According to Us. And uh, go to uh, messages and go ahead and message me. And I'm going to read them all. Uh, I take any suggestions. Like I said, it's our random. Uh, it's going to go into a random segment. And I will talk almost about anything. So, and if you want to leave some positive, uh, some positive reviews, please do so. I would love to hear what y'all think of it, um, but that's all I have for now. This is the very first episode, so please be, uh, I guess, generous with me. Uh, I'm trying my best to get through this. It's all a bit new to me, uh, but yeah, thank you. This is Kay signing off.